Obsessive Comic Disorder. My name is Gene Weber. I'm your host. Today, my guest is Angelique Carrington. Thanks Hello. for coming on. Hi. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Yeah. Angelique was telling me that she only got like one hour of sleep last night. Yeah, I got night. about an hour of sleep. An hour and it, well, of sleep. actually, probably about 45 minutes because you have to lay there and like worry for a minute that you're going to fall asleep. And, yeah. then, and then you're kind of asleep and then you jolt awake and you're like, well, I got five more minutes, but I'm not going to sleep now. So <laughs> here we are. Speaking very fast. It's yes. gonna, yeah. Speaking very quickly. Yes, yes. Yeah. As we go along, I just I have a feeling you're just gonna have that like tired psychedelic state. You know. Yes, that's yeah. me every day. So that's every day. yeah, yep, yep. So we're good. We're good. This is just what we do. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I don't actually have to do Molly every full moon anymore. I just work oh, graveyard. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, Molly. I mean, that's. <laughs> kind of how I got through the pandemic a little bit, but okay, yeah, yeah, just doing just a ton of MDMA, just, just a ton, yeah. just all just, of it, all, yeah, all of it, all I can yeah. get, all I can get my hands on, you know, for just days, just for days, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, surprised I'm even here. It was rough. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Okay, I, I heard like I hope that wasn't my phone. All right, it's fine. Oh yeah, it was. I thought I turned the the vibrate off of this thing. Sometimes I think I do too, and yeah, I don't. I'm gonna. There we go. Just turn it all the way off. All right, that's a. <laughs> At least it wasn't like an alarm or something. It's true. It's true. It could have been like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's I, no fixing that. I should just do that for my alarm, just like because I I already don't like waking up to it. You yeah. Know? Not alarm guy. No. So I might as well just have it sound as terrifying as possible. Yeah. Just be like. Ah! I think that's what a lot of people do. Yeah. I think a lot of people have to because they won't wake up. Like some people can't wake up with the alarm. See, I have a weird relationship with alarms because I grew up with a mom who didn't really, she went, she was very controlling about what time I'd wake up. Yeah. At, and I was yeah. homeschooled. I was homeschooled. Right. So like it didn't ma- shouldn't have mattered as much, you know. No, totally. You I should can... have like extra like two minutes to get up, brush your teeth and be yeah. in, in school. Right? Exactly. <laughs> like I mean you could technically I could wake up at noon and do homeschooling. Right. You know? Right. So <laughs> sick. I uh so what she would do is I would wake up and she would be like, uh so my first name is Cecil. I go by Eugene because my middle name is Eugene. Um but every morning I would hear like I would wake up to Cecil. Oh, like it was. It oh, was, that's she was, dramatic. She would get really. Yeah, she would go like as deep as possible, which is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I think my mom had a deeper voice than my dad did. But, was it just um, for you too? Were you the, were the only child that she Cecil? Uh, no. Well, she did it for everyone. I think she woke up. Like I would either have that, or like eventually she would just pour water on me. Oh. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Okay. But what was really funny was like. <laughs> It would be every 10 minutes that she would try to wake me up. So, like, even more so, like, or every five to 10 minutes, which is another reason why I hate alarms. Because, like, that's what they do. I'm glad I didn't really have a mom. Yeah. It sounds like a raw deal for a lot of people. Like, fuck that shit. (laughs) It was, it wasn't great. Yeah. It it wasn't, it was, it's, I mean, I have a lot of material about her now. Yeah. So, that's great. I mean. Sure. Because, like, she didn't graduate the seventh grade and she thought that she could homeschool, say, six kids. That sounds about right. Yeah. It's uh, it's always, it's always, I mean, there are, I think that the best people who homeschool their kids are more often than not, they get tutors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to. I thought you had to. I thought that was part of it. No. Okay. So, oh, okay. I don't know shit about it. So like. what's really, so a few things that's funny. My parents, first of all, started homeschooling. 
So they had my first two siblings went to public school for a short period of time. Okay. And then they moved to another school. They moved to another area. And, you know, sometimes it's, I don't think it's right that they do this, but like if they don't have enough room in a class, they'll sometimes hold someone back. Right. Just because there's room in that class. Right. So my mom, being the kind of person that gets one bad experience and then just writes it off, pulled my two siblings, the oldest siblings, out of school. Right. And decided to start homeschooling them. Right. I'm going to drink some water. My, I'm getting like really poppy. <laughs> Sounds like a, uh, what is it? Um, ASMR. Like an ASMR. Oh, yeah. A little bit. It does. I had a friend on Facebook equate um, making fun of ASMR to like kink shaming people who oh, like ASMR. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, kind of. Some people get really upset about it. I got to be honest. The creepiest thing with ASMR is those like, have you seen those videos of like, like Korean or no, Japanese. I think it's Japanese women um, eating like, like cooking and eating like live like squids no, and stuff like that. I haven't. I've heard. No. Yeah. I haven't I seen it, but I think I, I think Athena was talking about it once and kind of tuned her out. But yeah, <laughs> I've seen the ones where they're eating like spicy ramen or spicy mac and yeah. cheese, like really loud. And that's about all I could take. Yeah. Like, I don't think I could take the next level of eating it live was, shit. Like, it I'm was good. disturbing. I think yeah. it was, there's a comedian in Portland named and I feel like he posted that. Online, okay. On, maybe. On, like, probably. Facebook at probably. One time. Yeah. He's he's got he's got he's got a little bit of a troll persona on yeah. Facebook. So yeah. I mean, I do sometimes too. So it's that's, fair. It's fair. That's we fair. all get there. Like it's fair. Yeah, but see, when you do it, it's funny. Thank uh, yeah. you. Oh, thank you. Most of the time, I'm not sure if I'm. Co- well, I think some people take me seriously, and I'm like, yeah. how do I handle? Like, I want to disable the comments completely. Sometimes. Oh, do you yeah. ever just want like just yes. be like you know what? I don't want anybody. Please don't say shit. Oh, fuck, someone said the something. Do worst. I want like you're like looking at it with like one hand over one eye? Like, do I really want to see what this? Fu- <laughs> no, I don't. But I'm gonna. The worst. Like, yeah, it's like when they take it way too seriously. Which, Middle-aged dudes taking shit yeah. away, and you're just like, nah, bruh. It's not just middle-aged dudes. Sometimes I have a couple friends. Uh, you have a couple girls who just like girls really jump constantly. on you, and I'm yeah. like, bro. It's funny, and it's like you realize that I'm joking. Like I'm a comedian on Facebook. This is not completely se- like if it's sincere, we will yes. usually say this is sincere. Like, well, and I, I mean, I did a couple posts recently because I've been really getting irritated by like double standards yeah. from people. Yeah, and so I did a couple like very serious posts about that. But for the most part, I'm just being silly. Yeah, me Like, too. especially, like, honestly, sometimes the darker it is, I mean, I'm just not being serious at all. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, no, people it. just don't understand no, it. No, they don't. It's it's fine. We're um, just misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel so alone, G. I'm so misunderstood. So, so I was talking about homeschooling a second ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. And what's really funny is, so my mom was terrible at homeschooling. She yeah. She was not a good, she was just not good at it. Yeah. And... I found a life hack eventually with this. Of so, course. Well, because she would already, she wouldn't really actually help me with the homeschool. More often than not, she would read the description and she would be like, okay, well, yeah, I don't, I think this is what it means. Oh, no. What do you think it means, Jean? And I'm like, this, you're, you're the teacher. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just the kid that should be learning from you. Yeah. Actually, that <laughs> i don't know that was interesting is that your phone again no i think it's it's a neighbor oh that might be you <gasps> it was me oh my gosh i'm see it's, i thought uh, i turned it off too you, it was a scam um, likely call. i would uh Those always come through i'm turning you should it off. be able to do a thing where you can just like turn off the uh oh that works too i'm just turning um, it off yeah okay it's fine <laughs> so <laughs> so there was uh so she would do that, and I have a joke about that. I was like, well, uh, I think that what it means, Mom, is that you need to put me in public school. That's yeah, what I think it means. Totally. That's yeah. a perfect answer. Like, <laughs> Let's put me in. It was weird, though, because, like, I I didn't know any better. So, like, I was I was a kid, 
And I liked as much freedom as possible. So my parents actually made public schools if it was like this like scary boogeyman of like a thing that they oh, could. Oh, right. So they would be like, yeah, well, we're going to take you down to the school if you don't do this right. And I'm like, no. And like as an adult, I'm like, I wish you would have. So like, homeschool is kind of everything that I assumed it to be in that regard. Well, I always kind of wondered like if it was like, if you don't stop enjoying your time at home, yeah. which nobody probably really was, I'm going to no. make you go to public well, like, school. Like, it was, it was, it sucked too because I would, I would start really early, but because my parents weren't very good at it. And, they, and, and the other thing, my mom would constantly have chores for me to do in between doing school. Oh. Which is really weird. And then all of a sudden it'd be like four o'clock in the afternoon and I want to hang out with friends. Yeah. But I couldn't because she's like, you got to finish your school. You got to cook dinner after math. Yeah, class. right? Sorry. Pretty, pretty much. Sorry. And, well, so she would have like four or five dishwasher loads a day because what she would do. That which, many kids, right? Kids well, no, are. no. Even when I, even when I was just me. When it was just me, my dad, and her, because like a lot of my kid, a lot of my siblings moved out really early because they were just they couldn't take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so my mom was the kind of person that would eat like a coffee cake, and okay, okay. and then decide that she's going to eat something else, but she would use a different plate for each thing. That's she what I was going to say. So you're not reusing. Oh, I would kick you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was her. It wasn't yeah, me. Yeah, right, right, right. No, no. That, if that was a roommate, now I would kick him out. I'm like you're out. Reuse your cup. God yeah, damn it. Yeah, it was awful. Um, I mean, right? That's the policy. I'm sure. You're, reuse your shit. Yeah. 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 You use like I like or a just wash it or just wash it yourself. It. Yeah. Like you got one cup a day. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy exactly. It. Like, that's it. That's all you got. To <laughs> that's the your fuck one out of the cup. Kitchen. That's yep. one cup. Until you come back for your mac and cheese, stay the fuck out of the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, you might want to put the a little bit closer to your face if you're gonna sit back. There. Okay. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, now I can really hear myself. Exactly. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it, it takes a little bit of getting used to. But, yeah. Um, it's been, I mean, it's, I mean, it's been a pandemic. I haven't been doing shit. Like, being social again has been really fucking weird. And I was already weird before. But it's really fucking weird yeah. now sometimes. Like, oh, I yeah. don't know. I, I kind of don't want to talk a lot of the time. Like, right? Like, I've always yeah. been like that. But now I'm really, like, in my space. Like, you know, I really don't fucking have to. I didn't talk for, like, a year. <laughs> you know what happened? Nothing. It was wonderful. Yeah. Right? That sounds it was great. pretty fucking great. Like. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, I'm a little bit different, though, because I was like, oh, man, I really miss people. Yeah, I had my moments. I mean, sure, of course, we're human beings like we do. But my natural inclination was like, oh, I get a break from all this shit yeah. for a little bit. Like, though, I was at home, you know, doom scrolling and worried mm-hmm. about people and like working in the healthcare <laughs> care industry. That wasn't really oh, yeah. too easy. And I had a couple of really bad panic attacks at home thinking about the shit that I might, might see at work, which I never yeah. did, luckily. But I liked the break. I'm not going to lie. I really liked yeah. the break a little bit. I, I, I took advantage of it for sure because yeah. you there did. was a lot There was a lot I needed to take care of. Yeah. No, you did. For so sure. So I definitely came back a more complete person, I guess yeah. I should say. And I, I've been doing a lot better in comedy and yeah. all this other stuff. You've been kicking ass in comedy. You've well, been all you. Like you were one of the first people that was just like out. You're like, I'm going to Tacoma. Yeah. I'm going to Seattle. Peace the yeah. fuck out. Like, <laughs> you know, you weren't waiting for shit to open up here. Yeah, that's for no. sure. And that's cool. I, I just, well, I, got, I was like, I don't, I don't want to waste it. Anymore. No, don't. I don't want to waste time. Don't. So, um, so the last thing I wanted to say about homeschool, though. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I know, no, no, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm fine. Homeschool, I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you, homeschool. homeschool. I mean, I want to say it fuck homeschool, too. Um, was I learned to, <laughs> this is really funny, I would wake up four o'clock in the morning, yeah. put a book on my desk, yeah. and then fall asleep on yes. it purposely. Yes, absolutely. And so my mom, and so this is what's really funny, is I thought my mom would have picked up on this. Yes. Years later... I was at a family event 
and she was talking about how I was like having a hard time learning because I just kept on falling asleep doing oh, my stuff. Oh yeah, precious and son. I'm never gonna. <laughs> I'm never gonna correct her on that. No, don't, don't. No, <laughs> I mean, what is your relationship now with her? Could would you even be able to be honest like that, or is it just like I have an interesting relationship with her because so. I've always thought my mom has like something like Asperger's or something like that because so when she was a teenager, she had uh, like temporary epilepsy. Oh, OK. Yeah. OK. It was, I don't know what caused it, but she was it was during the 70s. So yeah. she was just drugged up all yeah. the time. Yeah. So she didn't she didn't get that experience. That a lot of people do growing up. Right. And she was already kind of weird before that. Right. So it didn't help. So my 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 I was I lived with my uncle for a little while and he said that she had actually like i'm trying to think here oh yeah she would just look like someone who was doped up all the time she'd just yeah, be like in her sucks. own little world that really sucks yeah, yeah it does honestly and she would escape into books yeah so you know those people who watch movies and they just think movies are how life is yes that was her i've for dated books. a few yes yeah. <laughs> so that's how she was with books okay gotcha so and it's funny she talked about how she knew all this stuff and she read all those books and then you realize later i realized later on she just read a bunch of fictional books. Bunch of, yeah. It was just all fiction. Yeah. And she just thought that that's how the life world worked. That's how reading is. I just read yeah. a bunch of fiction and I know everything. Don't argue. Yeah, I've met yeah. people like that. Yeah, exactly. And I argued with them. Yeah. So because I'm trying to remember why I was going with this. Because of that, da, 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 no. <laughs> of course, my ADHD. No, mine too. Um. Because I was talking about my mom not understanding things. Oh, yeah. Oh, the uh, Thinking that she might have Asperger's. Yeah. Um, so when I talk to her, she doesn't understand the concepts of nuance. She takes yes. everything literally. Oh, that's so difficult. It is. Because I was trying to talk to her about So she doesn't understand comedy a lot. Yeah. My favorite. <laughs> my favorite thing was she showed me this Christian comedian. Oh. And she was oh, no. like, no, this guy was actually funny, but because he had. He basically just did a clean set for a Christian But thing. that's what she wants you to do, right? So, but no, that's that's not what was funny. She's okay. like, this guy is really funny. He's very dry, you know, and like whatever. And then I watch it and the guy has ALS. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> he has MS, one of those two. So he's not dry. He just has a hard time talking. That's how this person speaks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he, like, and you can tell listening to him, but he used to be a very active, very loud comic. Yeah. But he just, you know, this is what he could do. Who now. is it? I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember who it was. Apparently, they had been on HBO to an extent or another. I probably one of those things where they show off a bunch of comics or something like that. Right, 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 right. Um, but it was just really funny. I was like, isn't you know that what? the best when someone you're related to is like, I've got a comic for you to see, and you're like, yeah. oh shit. Every time you're like, oh shit. And the guy was Wait. funny. He was, you could see, see though he was doing his like clean set. For yeah. Him. Yeah. And it was just funny to me how she's like, yeah, he's just really dry and all this stuff. And I'm like, no, no. So I had, I've had multiple conversations with her though. Like how, when someone says something, they don't always mean it, especially if they're being silly. Yeah. And it's hard not to condescend. Yeah. Right. It is. And it's just like, literally she will not budge on this. And it's like, I feel bad because I'm just like, I'm trying to tell her like, this is just, this is where I have am coming from with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Because I talk a lot about – I talk really dark things about my family. Like I have a joke about how I say that seeing my nephews and nieces makes me think of population control. Yeah, I've heard it. I'm yeah. familiar. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. But yeah, it's totally also – it's only half true. I love my nephews and nieces. Absolutely. If something happened to any of them, I would – it would suck. I would be very sad. Absolutely. I would be very angry. Of course. Of course. 
but there are definitely times. I remember one time um, years ago during a <laughs> Christmas, they all just went crazy and were just like, <laughs> right As when they the gets rough. I have one sister-in-law who is, she's she just has a lot of uh, stuff in her past, so she gets really emotional about stuff. Yeah. And she had to walk outside. Just oh. how crazy this was. Because, like, they just, like, it was, like, no, there was, it was just complete chaos. I just started opening gifts to the ream and theirs and stuff like that. And, like. oh, <laughs> It was cute. It is wholesome. It Very is wholesome. wholesome. Yeah. Those are good moments. But as but. someone, especially I was, like, 23, 24, yeah. I was, like, I can't, I can't. <laughs> no, absolutely. I, I, as a parent, I have a moments all the time where I'm like, what am I really doing? This is all a mask. It's, it's like as a – I'm sure as a parent, you always have these moments like, I could take them out right now. Yeah. Or I, I could brought just, you into this world. I can take you out I of this I could world. just leave for like I a couple just... days. I'm just going to – I'm just going to go. That's the... That was the other thing. So like my mom – my my brothers would – so my mom would just get overwhelmed. Yeah. And my brother – I had a couple brothers who like were driving at um, – because they were old. I my one of my brothers is ten years older. Okay, I'm just gonna like ask. 14. What's the age difference there? Because the oldest one is about he's I think forty five right now, so he's thirteen years older than me. Oh damn, he's older than me. Yeah, someone's actually older than me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> so there's one forty five. Uh, the other one is forty three or forty four, and then forty two, thirty eight, and like. I don't know. I don't know the exact ages, but they're all, I'm the youngest by about five years. Okay. Okay. So they were consistently fucking. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, got it. Except for one of them. Okay. She's, she's kind of becoming an old spinster pretty quickly. <laughs> oh, no. Your parents were consistent. Oh, no. They yeah, were just kind yeah. of consistent. Yes, okay. Got yes, it. Got it. Yes. Okay. And it's funny. Because it's like, like kind of by the numbers. They're oh, like, okay. oh, yeah. Yeah. So decently. Yeah. yeah. And it's really funny. Halfway my sisters, were t- my siblings were talking about this and how you would know that they were about to have sex because my dad would just get really <laughs> excited. <laughs> and like, like you'd put on like some cologne or something like that. Oh, and God. Like, yeah, today's cheap. going to be was a good cheap? night. I was it like Axe? Oh, I'm sure. No, it wasn't Axe, but it was It was definitely, he would have, he had a lot of colognes. I don't know how expensive a they were. good cologne game? Okay. He had a bit yeah. of, he had, okay. a, he had, a, he had a, a good selection. Yeah, good for him. Good um, for him. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is so weird to talk about my parents fucking. Um, I, but you know, that's where we're at. We might happens. as well just go with it. It like. happens, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but it was just, it's just funny. Uh but yeah, my mom doesn't understand nuance and terms of where else it was going. I have this thing where I just go into these long tangents. I do. It's else. cool. I do too. We may never get to the point, but we're we, going to be talking. Okay, yes, we be talking. We be talking. And I've had no sleep. We be talking. We That's can be talking. We're going to talk. The riffing is going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be a cool dude. Cool dude. I'm gonna be a cool dude. Cool dude. Yeah. yeah, that's why you have these. You have the sunglasses on right now. I have the sunglasses. You have the sunglasses on. on. Yeah. You, uh, Ignore the heart shape. It's very confusing though why you're dressed like one of the Blues Brothers too. Like I, it's Tuesdays. It's a Tuesday. Tuesdays. Yeah. 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 That's what I do on Tuesdays. Look, normally you have like this kind of like, like a little bit of gothic, a little bit of punk feel like to your style. So well, a little a, bit of whatever the fuck I little. found at the Goodwill. <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I mean that just that just really points out like the '90s punk in you, though. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, yep, that's pretty much. What, I think what I am. I don't know. The '90s was weird. I yeah. just kind of existed and that's never fair. really wanted to be where I had to be. Right. Mm. 
Like, I was the one who was dropped off in front of my public school every morning, just walked out the back door as soon as grandma pulled off. So oh, shit. that's kind of how it was for me, right? Okay. I, kinda, I just always wanted to see the world. I didn't really want to be doing what everybody told me to do, which, I mean, obviously, it's kind of crept over into my adulthood <laughs> as well. Some of us are just that way. Yeah. I, I it just none have. of it made sense. It was just seemed like a lot of bullshit to me. That's so fair. I've always been curious about how, like, homeschooled stuff worked. Like, did you like, like, being at uh, home? Or, I mean, I... I had mixed feelings. Because, like, we never wanted to leave. You get up in the morning, yeah. you'd be like, I don't want to, but, like, what I, I would, wanted to stay. I, I just found any way possible to get out of doing school. Yeah. And. Yeah, same. Oh, the <laughs> one thing that's really funny, though, is so state, there's, there's like, state-regulated tests to make sure you're learning. Right. My parents never did that. Oh, and they can get away with that? They can just they not did. do that. They did. I don't think you can anymore. I, if you're, I don't think they could then. It's just oh, they, they just did. Like did. I remember, <laughs> I remember uh, talking to. I started to talk about it to my pastor and his wife because I was really close friends with their son at the time. Yeah. And I remember my parents like caught word of that and they're like, "Don't talk about that stuff. You're not supposed to talk about that." Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it was really funny. Yeah, that's that's something about my past. I definitely grew up really Christian, really religious. Not that anymore. Like, right. I have a lot of anti-authority issues because of it. Same. I yeah. have it just because. Yeah, same. Yeah. Did you have any, like, religion? No, and that's past? why I'm always so curious to hear about it because I literally know n- almost nothing about religion other than a, a lot of people who are very religious kind of scare me. Yeah. And it takes a lot to scare it's, me, but they can. it's impressive that I just – there'll be one sentence where I'm like, ooh, no, dog, I'm good. Like, ooh. So it's interesting because, like, a lot of people, especially in Oregon – have a very negative experience with Christianity. Yeah, right. Um, and it's it's interesting because there's different. It's it's just like everything else. It's of like a vocal minority that makes everything else just yeah. sound horrible. Yeah, because there is a lot of really cool people that of I've dealt course. with when I was going to. I mean, there was definitely a lot of them have will have problematic views, but someone anybody can have that. I've had I've had moments where I've been very toxic and had problematic views yeah. and had to fix them. I mean that's there's essentially that's part of growing up, right? Like yes. We all have those. So yeah, pretend we like all, I don't is fucking dumb. I'm we, never gonna <laughs> pretend like I haven't had some bullshit. Okay. Even yeah. just recently, you know, yeah, like for sure. I'm constantly going through some bullshit that I shouldn't be saying or thinking. Yeah. But yeah, and, f- and that's why I want to know more about it because I'm like, well I don't really want to shape my experiences around some of these other ones that oh, I've yeah. had that weren't so positive. That's not fair, you know. Well, it's interesting because, like, in the last, and this this is more counterculture Christianity, but I actually appreciate it. Is they've had like LGBTQA, where like there's there's like lesbian pastors. Yeah, there's like in there. Yeah, it's interesting because there's definitely sides of like my parents' side of Christianity would be like that's that's you know against the Bible and blah 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 because they read a Bible that was translated later where they put the word homosexuality in there. Ah, okay. See, and that's the (laughs) shit. I'm like, did they? There's literally two references to homosexuality, and one of them was only added years later. Okay. Originally, it was basically saying, don't be a pedophile, and then later on, it was like done where it has essentially added the word homosexuality. So, So there's, okay, so there was that reference, and then there's a reference, um... I think it's uh, I think it's Paul. I don't remember what I think it's in Romans or something like that. Okay, those um, guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those. Uh, well, Paul. Paul is like the one of the most problematic parts of the uh, New Testament, anyways, because like essentially what happens? Jesus either dies or goes up to heaven. Whatever. Who? However whatever. you want to. However you want to believe it. Yeah. Yeah. He he dies. Supposedly comes back and then goes up to heaven, and then. Paul is essentially he was a Pharisee who was like was supposedly blinded by God 
and went into the wilderness for like I don't remember how long, but but when he came out, supposedly he saw Jesus and then like was considered like the thirteenth <laughs> apostle or something like okay, that. Okay, okay. And he wrote a lot of what is considered the New Testament um, past Jesus, like he wrote the Book of Acts. Or he supposedly. was busy. He, he was busy. really busy. Yeah. So he there's a there's a there's a part in there that says something like we were all once like murderers and all these things and one of the words is homosexual okay and which is <laughs> like comparing that is really fucked up yeah um, absolutely but once again that could be done later there's also i've watched like documentaries on like history channel and stuff how he might have also been like really pro abstinence and all this other stuff too wow. even though he had a family at one point yeah wow so i definitely that honestly reading a lot of that stuff was in in honestly reading about Jesus, yeah. reading some of the things that he said, yeah, made me want to go away from Christianity. Sure, because like there's, <laughs> we're getting really deep into this, but um, there's a point in the where Jesus is talking. I think it's on the Sermon on the Mount or something like that. And there's a, there's someone. No, so it's not a Sermon on the Mount. Someone asks him what heaven is going to be like, and like what we're going to be able to do. And he basically says we're going to be like the angels. Now, if you know anything about biblical myth and angels they're messengers without freedom i did know that and my name's angelique so i, yeah, I did know a little bit about true. angels that's yeah. true. There you go. <laughs> so yeah they're essentially they don't have a lot of freedom if any yeah. and yeah. they're just they're slaves basically yeah and so it's like yeah it's basically talking about how they're not you're not gonna be able to like procreate or it's not it's just worshiping god 24 7 that's fucked up yeah it's I'm, terrible yeah no, like you're just gonna be I'm singing good. praises and all this stuff yeah. and it's like so we're not going to have free will and we're just going to be up. It's like, oh, okay. Like that sounds awful. So this is what people are fighting to, to do yeah. and, and ruining, thinking they're ruining the planet and not caring to do. Huh, okay. Okay. All so right. there's that. Right. Okay. The thing that I do think is interesting. So there's that. Uh-huh. And that's like heaven, quote unquote. Yeah. But there's also biblical uh, myth actually steers closer to the concept that at the end, like after the whole apocalypse happens uh-huh. and it's just Christians left over, is that they're actually <laughs> just going to recreate the earth and, and, and start over. Yeah. Okay. And then they're going to just love it. They're just going to love it. Yeah. They're going to be people and they're so going to be able to, they're going to be able to be people yeah. just like essentially more like what Adam and Eve were supposed to be. Okay. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just fucking all the time. I'm really glad some of them are kind yeah. of mean to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's great. It's like a great just, reason to be kind yeah, of mean like they're going to gonna me. come back to life. They're going to, you know, they're just going to be able to just live just kind of in this like perfect utopia. And yeah. Like that makes more sense to me than yeah. like the going up to heaven thing. Yeah. Essentially. Sure. Yeah. So there's, there's all these different things, but um, I just don't like the idea, idea of being like this sex or sex, sexist, sexless yeah. <laughs> creature. I mean, like, it's, it's not realistic. And I think that's why we have so many pedophiles sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, well, like people who can't just be to, as sexual as they want, it's going to yes. come out as a fucking problem, right? Well, yeah. And I mean, there's a lot. I mean, I still have a little bit of a weird relationship with sexuality because of all the weird stuff when of I was Of course. Younger. Yeah, of like, course. You still have to unpack all like that. Like uncomfortability, yeah. which is like, it's funny because on one side, I don't. Right. On one side, I can talk about it all day. Yeah. But like when it comes down to it, it's still weird for me to like... <laughs> Approach a woman after we've been dating for a while and essentially try to have sex. Like sure. it's, it's still weird. It's yeah, still of course, weird for me. Of course, and that's it's. I still have issues around sex because I was kind of forced to 
be sexual before mm-hmm. I was ready as a child who kind of developed early in a time, you know, where yeah. girls weren't really treated. Like now we have a lot of like culture that'll call out pedophiles, that'll call out shitty behavior. Yes. I didn't have that. And I look like this at 10. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, without, you know, the more womanly features in the face. Yeah, yeah, you know, my yeah. body was like this at 10. So you, you, and I had you, nobody uh, to protect me. You right? developed early then. Yeah. Very early. Yeah. So, so, so that does create, like, you would think I'd just be like all free and comfortable. Hell, fucking <laughs> no, I'm not. I have a lot of issues around comfortable, comfortability with people, mm-hmm. communicating when I have feelings. Like, you know, it's, it's hard. So just talking like about childhood and pedophiles and uncomfortable, uh, severed. <laughs> yeah, severed. And see, yeah. <laughs> essentially a book about a child who is an orphan and mm-hmm. runs away to find his father. Yeah. And finds someone who thinks going to help him who ends up being a monster who eats children. Yes. Which I thought was pretty funny after reading some of your Facebook posts. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and. Not only that, but he's based off of a actual serial killer or like this guy who would actually like he was a he would rape children and eat them. Right. Yeah. Right. So. And I like that they didn't completely go into that in the book. No. Like I, there was a one part where they almost do, and I'm like, they, oh, if they so essentially it's there's implied but never yes, actually shows. But never, it. and that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Like because yeah. Athena wants to read this afterward, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> she doesn't violent. know it exists, but it's definitely yeah. very violent. But yeah, no, it's I. I I mean, your your daughter is what, like fourteen? She's 15? fourteen, and yeah, like, she's old a, enough to read that. She likes to read, and she's not going to be like upset by stuff that is just like a story. I mean, like, it's. I have a friend who read Salem's Lot at eight years old, so yeah, <laughs> I think I might have too around that <laughs> yeah. time. I used to so, just read my uncle's books, <laughs> and, and you can you can kind of tell reading this too. I was talking about Salem's Lot, the the writer definitely has a lot of um, inspirations from. Stephen King. This definitely feels oh, like it could yeah, have Oh, yeah. I was going to say that. Absolutely. It's definitely got a very Stephen King feel to it. Yeah. Especially this kind of like, because it mixes a good amount of, it feels like it's at that time. And it doesn't always feel like a horror. No. There were a few times where I was like, what's really going on here? Which is great. Yeah. It should be that way, right? Yeah. I shouldn't know what's going on the whole time. Which, unfortunately, at my age, with how many things I've read and how many movies I've watched, that rarely happens. So yeah. I was stoked to be like, I don't fully know what's going on right here. I got to take a break and do something at work, but I'm excited mm-hmm. to get back to it and find out what the fuck this is. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's good. It's, it's, I like it because it's really roll-ran. It's not a... It's not a it doesn't trudge along at all. No. Like it, it reads very well. Yep. I I read it the first couple – I've read it a long time ago, but I read the first couple of issues like throughout the last week. And yeah. I literally just finished it last night. Nice. Within a very short amount of time. Nice. It's definitely – it's really – especially towards the end, it's very intense. Mm-hmm. It's very – It's very quick, intense. You're very like, quick, okay. intense. I like that. Kind of scary. Yeah, like, kind of scary. It is generally kind of scary. Yeah. yeah like what like the, the depiction of the killer, he's – He's he's so interesting because he really is like the serial killer where he's very when he's not creepy when he doesn't take he has like fake teeth that he puts on but he has yeah. like razor sharp teeth yeah 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 supposedly that's how he's born yeah um so he is very charismatic yeah he's very like he has people like there's weird stuff like when he goes to there's a point where he is on the road trip the kid's already with him yeah the main character yeah. And he goes to this house. Yeah. And it's like these very poor, but they also like feel like backwoods, almost incestuous people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's something weird about that. Yes. And they call him like uncle or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yep. 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 It's very interesting. A lot of this reminds me. Do, have you seen the movie Road to Partition? I have not. It's really good. I know I suck. It's, I haven't no, seen it yet. No, it's fine. Like it's there's fine. a lot of movies I've slept on. That's the one that takes place during, like, the Depression and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I remember it. I just haven't seen it. It definitely has that kind of feel. And I love the 
depiction of that era because it shows the good and the bad of that of era. Of course. Like yeah. there's there's really yes. like a minstrel show in it for a second. Like stuff like that. And it's like it's not it's not saying that's good, it's just showing that that's a thing that's showing that. Yeah. 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 So what did you think about this though? What about the book? Um, I really, like I said, I enjoyed the fact that I didn't know what was going on the whole time I was reading it. Like, I was like, I don't know what the next page is going to be exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it was almost kind of confusing a couple of times, yeah. you know, and, and, but in a mysterious way, not in like, a, I'm stupid, I don't know what's going on. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, wait, wait, what? I don't, I don't, what the fuck? What? Like, and I loved the drawing. Oh, it's Absolutely it's loved the people's art. faces. Like, holy shit. Yeah. It's really Like, well everyone in there looks like someone I know, kind of, mm-hmm. you know? There's almost like a, um... Norman Rockwell. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it. like old school. Like it reminds me of a picture my grandma would have in the in the kitchen. Exactly. You know, like it, kitchen it, window. It or something. very much feels like a product of that time, yep. even though it's was like 2012. And then like the train released. themes. Of course, you're going to run away, jump on a train at that yeah, time. Like hobos, you know, it's not unrealistic. Yeah. It's not completely unrealistic. Like you see a lot of these things happen. If you were yeah. to write the story, that's how you would do it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I really enjoyed. I also like the fact at the end the kid gets his revenge. Yes, absolutely. Although I was hoping I was like, there's yeah. got to be some revenge somewhere. Although, there's a couple things that are interesting to me because it seems like this guy is actually potentially like an immortal. Yeah, that that was what was starting to get confusing. Like, okay, what is this? Is this like supernatural stuff? Is it, this like time travel? Bit. Like, well, because the guy talked about how he's been there for centuries. Yeah, yeah, and there is. There's things like um, vampirism and stuff like that where, like, there's supposedly, like, this immortality and some form of cannibalism. Yeah. I forgot what it is. There's a few different examples of that in different forms of media and and fiction and all that stuff. Um, And there is – at the end, in the beginning, there's this whole kind of thing where, like, it shows him as an old man. He's telling the story. And at the end, you literally see – like, he's running on. You see the guy for a second. Yep. Yep. So like I like that. That yeah. was cool. So there's definitely this like almost like a Hitchcock film. Yeah, absolutely. Where there where it does you think it's gonna end up okay, and then all of a sudden there's just some like teaser thing. Like, um, you ever seen Vertigo? No. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I'm just I, like, I no. am a huge <laughs> film nerd. I'm a huge. I love. I love creative creativity, especially my favorite form of creativity is either art or writing. Yeah. There's other forms. Right. I mean, I was talking to, I think it was, uh, I forgot who I was talking about. It was one of my guests, and we were talking about how he didn't believe that people aren't creative when people say they're not creative. Because, like, you don't have to be an artist. You could be right. a really good cook. Right. There's you different could, ways. You could make tables. Yeah. You could, uh, like, whatever, you know, if you... That's what annoys me when, like, there's people who are like, well, I hate, you know, this kind of music, and they just like classic mm-hmm. rock and don't like anything more. I'm like... But they play music. Yes. And I'm like, you're an artist. You should yeah. appreciate all kinds of artists. Whether you like their music or not, yeah. it's a different story. But you should appreciate the fact that they're artists too. Yeah, you know, exactly. just because you don't like the sound they're making, who the hell are it you? Doesn't, like, yeah, it doesn't... You should still give props to like, yo, they're making it. They're doing something. Exactly. Just like you are. Chill, you know? Exactly. So like, that's the worst. Like when I'm on Facebook or whatever and I see people in my age group that are just like <laughs> making fun of these this music that I like. That's not, yeah. that, it's just because it's not classic rock or fucking punk rock from the 70s. I'm like, yo, that was a long time ago it's time to grow up kids like yeah. people are doing shit you yeah, know true. art's all over the place as stupid and cliche as it sounds it's pretty true <laughs> you know yeah yeah it's it's and it's crazy because people are people just i don't know there's it's uh it's a time especially it's always been that way where people have strong opinions yeah but it's a time where we see those never me opinions. but yeah Never you. No, no never just, me. <laughs> no, no, just switzerland of opinions just fucking switzerland over here yep do you have this thing where, like, you don't 
you might not want to have too strong of an opinion because you might change your mind. Um, no, <laughs> no, maybe sometimes, but no, if I'm going to say something, I'm going to say it. And then mm-hmm. will I learn from it? Of course. Like yeah. I'm always down to like have a conversation and learn from it. But like we've said before, most of the time, the things that I'm saying aren't fully serious. Like I'm just oh, yeah. fucking talking shit. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can learn from that too. And that can be fun, but yeah, yeah. And it's fun. Well, and of course there's people, like we said earlier, that just like to take it too seriously. And How can they not like, understand satire? It really bugs that I'm not a condescending person. I don't even think I'm smart, but yeah. I don't understand people who don't understand satire. Well, the, I just the, can't. The problem is, is written word can be harder to seem satirical. You can't, you can't always people. see someone's tone. Exactly. It's, it's like how if you read prose, if you read a novel, yeah. a lot of times they'll describe the person's face. They'll describe right. – they'll say he said this sarcastic. Everything's being handed to you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So same thing. <laughs> I was talking to Dan Weber um, and he was talking about how sarcasm has essentially saved his job because he constantly says things sarcastically in a, like a positive tone and they yeah. just think he's being positive. Yeah. yeah same. Same. <laughs> yep. it, it does work. It really works. And it makes your stomach not turn yeah. as much. Yeah. Yeah, because you can do that. It's um, yeah, it's it's fantastic. I love sarcasm, but I also think that it can be overused. It can be really annoying, like yeah. when you're meeting someone and they're like, "Well, I'm very sarcastic as like a personality oh trait," and you're like, "Okay, any, so what any, does that mean? <laughs> Is that supposed to be edgy? Am I supposed to be impressed?" Like. Anybody, I, any, if you say sarcasm is my love language, I do not want to be around. Blocked. <laughs> fucking blocked. Okay. If I was on I dating apps, I'd be like, fucking blocked. Yeah. Like, yeah. I get it. That's just, to me, that just means that you're saying you're passive aggressive. Yeah. That's really what it and is. And boring. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> quite well, frankly, it's... just fucking, bo- you already bored me. I'm done. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a very common thing with Portland. Especially. It is very common. I'm sarcastic or I love tacos this is a very common Portland thing to say. I love tacos and I can be sarcastic, but that's not my personality. I'm not going to wear the t-shirt. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now nachos on the other hand, that might be my personality. I yeah, love nachos. I mean, even then it's like, yeah. <laughs> not going to wear the t-shirt. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'm not going to wear the t-shirt. I'll no. just wear nachos on me and then you see d- people eat off of me. I'll wear nachos on my it's, pants for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like I want to do it as like uh, you know those um, a lot of those times where people will do these like public art displays. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to do that with nachos and see if people eat it off of me. It's not it's it's not a kink thing. I'm just interested in the human study of that. Okay. When's this gonna happen? Uh, we'll see. Okay. We'll we'll see. See. Did you just come I'm up gonna, with it just I now? I just came up with okay, it. Okay. Right cool. Now. All right. So, so I'm gonna try to get a little bit. Being I'm made gonna here. try to get in a little bit better shape. Um, before I do this, because I want to be like glimmering with muscles. When you I do just want to be glistening out. I want to be. Gl- I want to look like a Greek god. There you go. Except for I don't want to look like completely like a Greek statue for obvious reasons. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for most of the part, like the very like the the muscular and stuff. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Uh- <laughs> I mean, try it, so you know, silly. try it. I mean, we, were, yeah. we were just talking about respecting all artists, you yes. know, who am I to judge? And in Portland, so this is the thing, is Portland seems like it should be the city to do that in, but I don't know if it is. It isn't. It would just turn into a bit. Yeah. Like an act, just bit. Yeah. You know? It's, 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 Portland is the, <sighs> Portland is the kind of person who says, who wants to be included, but never actually wants to do it. Yep. Yeah, they're like, I just want to have the option. I just want to be invited. I just want to be invited. I just yeah. want to, like, it's the concept of, like, where someone gets really mad, but it's like, they just want the option to be able to do something, not because they actually want to yep. do it. Yep, 
Exactly. You described it completely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's also a lot of ra- uh, white people who try to sound woke, but are actually secretly really racist. Oh, yeah. And you'll see it come out in their Facebook posts and mm-hmm. they're in- what, they're, what they're guessing you're saying. And you're like, actually, you thinking I'm racist? What you just said, thinking what I said was racist, was more racist because you assumed I was talking about this group when I wasn't. Yeah. Whoa. Well, like, ouch. You know? I'm one of those people who almost doesn't like being called an ally because a lot of people who call themselves yeah. an ally are actually just like doing it out of a title they make me feel very uncomfortable sometimes yeah. like that you know some people they sit next to you and they say one thing and you just feel mm-hmm. uncomfortable yeah it's it's like they're trying to hide their insecurity yes yeah. their insecurity and possible not very good behavior no i mean as we learn almost every year with someone who fucks up and does something fucked up yeah. you know oh, most yeah. of the time they start acting like a fucking good person you well, they they you know? it's it's when they it's like the <laughs> it's like a shakespeare the lady doth protest too much yeah Yep. It's the kind of person who is like you when we live in Portland and there's a forum on Facebook for Portland comics. And more often than not, you'll see it hasn't happened recently as much. But for a while, you would see people just complain about yeah. something and just like get angry about something. that yeah. was Sometimes it was it was accurate, but a lot of times it was really silly uh-huh. and they would get after people. And then it was always the people <laughs> That were like, oh, yeah, you're go. And like you are, you know, like, oh, yeah, that's terrible. And then you would find out like a month later that they were just a piece of shit. A piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, it happened a lot just like a couple of years ago. I oh, mean, yeah. Some of them are still – and some of them are trying to creep back in. And that's oh, really yeah. Bothering for me. sure. And well, I don't know, like – because I was out, you know, kind of in and out for a couple of years. I've just had a lot of things come up and – Unfortunately, going to Mike's hasn't been a privilege for me because it is a privilege. Like, you know, it's it's time that's very valuable. And I fucking respect the shit out of anyone who can go all the time. Mm -hmm. I can't all the time. I have periods where I can't. That's going to change soon. But anyway. Yeah. And like you see some I, I there are some people that I didn't know were problematic because I'm not, you know, looking at the board all the time. I'm not at Mike's all the time. I'm not being told. And then their friend requesting me and I had no idea that they did something wrong and I'm accepting it, you know, and nobody's fucking (laughs) telling me. And I'm like. That's kind of not great. And they're coming out now after the pandemic, like a lot of them. I'm seeing like yeah. new, new Facebook accounts and mm-hmm. someone will tell me and I'm like, fuck, I didn't know that. I'm very sorry, you know. So I'm not going to say names because I don't like to be that. I don't want to get – I don't want to throw shade. Yeah, we're not here to be throwing no yeah. shade and guys. No, we're not throwing any shade. But there was a guy who does a mic yeah. who people were getting really mad at him because there was another guy who is uh, problematic and um, just – not just problematic. He like – he, he raped someone he raped someone <laughs> Huge and so so the thing is he likes to creep up and try to go to different mics and like when there's a new mic and when there's people that don't know he'll go there and a lot of people are like yeah like at first people get mad at them and they're like yeah you're not supposed to be there and like it's like they don't know yeah they don't know yeah a lot of there's a lot of people who are just like oh yeah I, I didn't know that this guy was like that problem because I for all I know he's just a new comic yeah Yep. And yeah. And then you'll get people that came here from other cities mm -hmm. and you'll get the information from people in other cities. And you're like, shit, that guy came to my house. Like I lived with Lacey. (laughs) Like we, our house was a comedy house. There were people in and out Mm -hmm. that would stay the night and fucking make me coffee. And we would be hanging out talking till five in the fucking morning and like bond. And I think they were my friend. And I'd find out they did something fucking awful to somebody. Like it kind of fucks you up, you know? It does. God damn. Like I feel like at my age, I'm pretty good at sussing people out who make Mm -hmm. me fucking uncomfortable. Like that's we were talking about that feeling in your stomach, the pit of your stomach where you're like, this is isn't quite right. Mm-hmm. I need to get away from the situation, which in, that can be hard to navigate because I am an introvert and I don't yeah. want a lot of inner. I mean, I like having people around, but I don't need to be on and they don't need to be on for me. Just chill in my house. I'm good. Mm-hmm. But 
some of them didn't give me that feeling and that bugs me and then you hear later and you're like oh fuck dude you're in my house like you ate dinner with me like oh it's like the one like i was talking about with the book it's a serial killer thing it's like they're they're too almost too charismatic yeah one of my one of the for me is a telltale sign of someone who is actually really bad is if they're too complimentary. Too complimentary, absolutely. Yeah, if they're like... That's a red be, flag. Be careful, be careful, you keep on hitting the Oops. <laughs> table. It's I know, okay. I start moving a lot when I talk. I'm sorry, it's my thing. It's, it's, it's totally okay. okay. I'm just going to sit on my hands and <laughs> <laughs> like a child, sit on your hands. Okay. okay. You're, you're fine. I'm, I'm just, I'm a... There's a reason why this is called obsessive comic disorder, because I have, like, borderline obsessive compulsive, so. Well, you also yeah. have really good sound, and I don't want to fuck that up. Every yeah. time I listen, I'm like, damn, that's like, like, my roommate yeah. even said, you have an excellent voice. Thank you. And I shared it with a friend from high school, and they were like, I didn't hear any of those annoying mouth noises that I usually yeah. hear in pot. And I'm like, yeah, that's what he wanted, too. That's what he wanted yeah. to know. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I got to get my act together here. The one thing I've been a little less is when someone's like, because every once in a while, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, we're going to do that when we think about yeah. something, sure. But if someone if there's watery mouth noises and that's what I really make sure not to let in there. Yeah. Because, yeah. It's like like NPR used to get really bad with that. <laughs> so all yeah. I heard after a while was like, yo, you need to drink a water. But yeah. someone take a commercial break. <laughs> exactly. Ex- exactly. And sometimes you can't. You can't yeah. do much about yeah. it. But I do as much as I can. Yeah. Because I the way I look at it is so George. So here's a great example. George Lucas, when he made Star Wars. Yeah. His outlook of it is, I want to make a movie that I want to see. Yeah. And especially with him, he had to watch it over the years. He's had to watch those movies so many times. So many times, yeah. So I have the same thing. I want a podcast that I want to listen to. Yeah, absolutely. And I usually do. I usually, after I, because when I'm editing it, I'm listening, but I'm mostly just listening You're for flaws. listening for flaws, which is critical. Yeah. Mostly critical, yeah. not actually enjoying it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I did notice, though, in my last one. And it makes me want to go back, as I said, basically over and over again, and essentially uh-huh. over and over uh-huh. again. Which I do the I do essentially, yeah. essentially yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was kind of like I do it when I'm a little bit uncomfortable about a subject I'm talking about. Sure, sure. And you got to yeah. like kind of arrange your thoughts a certain way. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. And you're oh shit in the middle of speaking. Yes. Yep. Happens to me a lot. Yeah. So I might go back and fix that, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm yeah. like I'm like a, a great example. This is. Um, what is his name? What, what was his name? Um, he directed A Clockwork Orange. Stanley Kubrick. Oh, Stanley Kubrick. Stanley yeah. Kubrick. So I don't know if you know this, but he, like with a, a great example of this was the movie 2001 Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. He actually released it in theaters, saw it in theaters, and didn't like part of it. Yes, I and did. So I he think went I did back. actually know that. Yeah. He actually, so there's people who went, went and saw a different movie, basically. Yeah. He went back and edited it. That's pretty cool. That's that's one of the reasons why a lot of people say that I uh, why they think Eyes Wide Shut wasn't as good because oh. because he died in the middle uh, like before he could finish editing right. it. Right. When was that? That was early two thousands, right? That I, was I, either I did, late nineties or early two thousands. Yeah. I actually didn't like it. Yeah. Not it wasn't for any real good. concrete reasons other than I was just bored. Yeah, and I I think what it was was if he would on it sucks because he died during the produ- post production. Sure. <laughs> but I'm sure that it would have released in theaters and then you would be like, yeah, there's something wrong with this. Yeah, this is bullshit. Yep. Scrap it. Scrape it. It. Se- it seems like a movie that has – it's 
it almost feels a little masturbatory. Yeah, they just wanted to show young titties. Yeah. They just wanted to show somebody somebody dead with really nice titties. Like, it's like, okay, we got okay, it. Okay, but I got we're not it. talking about the worst, the bad stuff, stuff yet here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not bad. It's just kind of yeah. like, okay, uh, I get it. Like, uh, yeah. you want to see no. young. Okay, all right. But what's what's really, I don't know. It was just bored. Yeah. I, I was bored. I was yeah. bored. Other than the titties, I was kind of bored. It's, it's, the con- well, it's the concept where there was just... It felt like it needed to be a little shorter. Yeah, it just absolutely. felt like it needed some. It cuts. just went. It was like that horrible classic rock song that goes on and on and on, <laughs> and you still don't understand why because it's not that fucking good. Yeah, yeah, actually, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, like one of the most overrated songs is probably Bohemian Rhapsody. And Bohemian that's like Rhapsody, seven, seven Freebird, all oh, those yeah. motherfuckers. I hate all that. A Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. Fucking kill me. Yeah. <laughs> and like, they're decent songs if you were to do it shorter. Sure, they're yeah, okay. They have, they they're have some right. good stuff. They it, have their place. They're overplayed, though. They're overplayed, and it's just not that deep. All these yep. fucking burnouts think it's so deep. I'm like, well, we're just... <laughs> We're just alienating so many people right I now. I know. I'm, I, I say shit, but am I wrong? Am I wrong? Like, come on. No, we and, all should criticize well, each other to a certain point. Like, and the way I look at it too is, even if even if they don't agree with it, you're not wrong based off of your own truth. Yeah, I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I, I think that's a lot of things. Is that when it comes to subjective things, and sometimes I think it can be frustrating because if people get too argumentative, yeah, then subjective personal truths can be. Frustrating. Frustrating. Yeah. Um, frustrating. That's, that's what I'll put it. Frustrating. <laughs> yes, essentially frustrating. Um, but if people are open to discussing and seeing their differences and sometimes like that. And I laugh like, at their own shit. Exactly. Like, there's shit that's funny about being from the 90s. There's shit that's super oh, fucking yeah. cringe about me. I know it. I post about it. Mm-hmm. I make posts all the time that are cringe on purpose. I know what the fuck I'm doing because it's fucking, <laughs> it's, it's, it's real. Like, yeah. we're all fucking cringe kind of most of the time. Like, well, I'm, I'm a person that can be often confused for like more in the middle. And it's because yeah. my outlook is if you really want some, if you really are concerned with something, something someone's doing and you want to see a change in that person. Yeah. You can't go into it wanting them to change. You yeah. can't go into a conversation and be like, do this. This is what you need this to do. This is how you need to be. And right. I, there's a lot of people on Facebook that do that. Yes. Very much. And people want to be heard. Yeah. People want to hear out and, it's the concept of um, actions be louder than words yeah. and living by example. Yeah. So if someone sees something, like for example, someone sees being polite to people, being kind, do all this stuff. Someone sees that and they're like, oh, they have a lot of friends. People really like them. Yeah. I wish I had that. Yeah. And then they notice, oh, these are these things. <laughs> if I'm not hateful. <laughs> yeah. If I'm not yeah. trash. Yeah. I can exactly. do that. Yeah. So. It's and, not really that difficult if I want to. Yeah. And, if and I try. It sucks because like I think about it and I had, when I was younger, I, I'm sure I had a lot of racist like opinions on things because I didn't know anybody. Because you didn't know anybody. You grew up in Vernonia, right? Yeah. So of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. There was, there was literally the only black person I saw regularly in Fredonia was this guy who was a mechanic. Yeah. And half the time he had the the door shut. So like you couldn't even see him most of the time. Yeah. So like, it was like, yeah, I'm, no I'm sure, I'm sure there were other black people who live there and stuff like that, but it wasn't the norm. I mean, I felt really bad now. Cause I remember, uh, I went to a Pentecostal church and we, wait, which is Pentecostal? Is, Pentecostal? Are those the ones that make the noise? They're the ones that speak in tongues. Speak in tongues and make all the noise. Make okay, all the noise. Gotcha. And then some versions, they also have the snakes. I didn't go to the snakes ones. No snake. Are there snakes in Vernonia? Do they do the snakes ones or is that no, like regional? No, they just didn't do it. That's, that's okay. a form of Pentecostal. That's like, that's like charismatic Pentecostal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but there was one day where I remember being at the church and 
<laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> because it's a small town. It was pretty much a primary white church, and there wasn't a lot of us there. Yeah. And then there was this big black family that came there. Yeah. And I feel like we all just made them uncomfortable. Oh, just yeah, just yeah. by like staring, basically, because it was like because yep. it was almost like this isn't this isn't something we're normally seeing. Yeah, yeah. And you're trying not to stare, which makes <laughs> you stare worse. Exactly. And yeah. I'm like feeling really bad, and like that's really it's it's the concept of a lot of a lot of Portlanders, for example. Yeah. Will be very do the thing where like they exceptionalize people. Yeah. They, and they, and they, they don't treat black people like people because they're not used to black people. Yeah, they put them on a weird pedestal that they don't understand. They either put them on a weird pedestal. Which or, is dehumanizing and, as fuck. Well, not just that, but they're really condescending about yes, it. Yes, yes. It's all very dehumanizing. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I see it a lot. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's this concept that like there's nothing wrong being proud of yourself. Yeah. But when people are like, you're great just because of this. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the people – there's this uh, – you ever seen the movie Kicking and Screaming with uh, Will Ferrell? Yes. Yeah. So yes. there's that scene where he finds out that the moms are lesbian. He's yes. like, you guys are great. You're better than everyone yes. else. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, there are people like I still work with people who think this is going to sound maybe a little, maybe bad, but it's true okay. that just because someone's in a wheelchair, you got to be nice to them and they're a nice person. Yeah. N- no. 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 <laughs> no, there's some terrible people just like yeah. It doesn't matter who you it, are. It, 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 people are people, right? Exactly. <laughs> and I have been kind of called out for be having like kind of a bad attitude about mm-hmm. you know not treating people a certain way, and I'm like, why would I? There are people who have bad attitudes just like me. Yeah. And they said some shit to me, and I don't fucking like them anymore. I don't yeah. give a fuck you, if they you, have MS. You treat like, people accordingly. You know, and you know what? They appreciate that I don't give a fuck that they yeah. have that. I'm still going to be like, hey, shut up and talk to me like that. Get out of here. Like, well, I don't want to deal that's with the you. Thing like, is, m- I mean, sure, there are definitely people who like to take advantage of things. Yeah. But I think the more people than not want to be treated like a person. Yeah. And so someone who doesn't take someone's shit is actually almost more likely going to appreciate that person. Yeah. Unless they're a narcissist. Yeah. But, like, it's the concept of one of the reasons why I'll know if someone's a friend or not is if a person is more likely to challenge me and not just say yes. I know. It makes me uncomfortable when people do that. And there's a, yeah. once again, there's a lot of people on Facebook. Mm-hmm. A lot of people I know who do that. Yeah. And it's just like, I get it. I get you're trying to like make friends, make friends chill, and stuff, but, but like eventually it just feels like you're walking on eggshells to a point where it's not healthy. Yeah. And I will kind of lose respect for people when yeah. they do that because I'm not getting to know them really. No. You're not getting, it's not giving you a chance to really know where people are coming from and, and possibly where you're doing wrong mm-hmm. and maybe not. So, you know, you have to kind of have that little bit of conflict with people. You, and you got to have conversations. Yeah. You have you to have, have conversations. conversations. It can't just be like cute shit all the time. You yeah, know? Because if you, if you don't hear people's, you can see someone's facebook persona or you can see even like their mask that they put on in yeah. real life but once you ha- until you have that conversation i've had people who didn't like me until they talked to them oh sure same oh hundred yeah. oh, god thousand percent same yeah you know yeah <laughs> and that's but that's that's why it's so important to like talk to them talk to yeah. someone they, yeah you know or like have a real honest conversation with someone to be who you really are and if they mm-hmm. still don't really care for you that's fine they don't have to well here a great it's something i really like so there's this guy who uh he's a blues musician he's a black guy who has actually he's gotten over a hundred kkk members to leave the kkk okay by literally just talking to them yeah and one of them was actually like a grand dragon like one of the leaders of the of like one of the kkk who is, this sounds kind of familiar who where um let me look it up actually i just uh, this last year i've just read so much shit this sounds really familiar yeah i'm trying to remember his name 
Yeah, because he's done like uh, he's done a couple TED talks about this. Okay. Here we go. That's scary for him. Oh, it's got to be super fucking scary. That's brave. Uh, Daryl Davis. Okay. And there's actually a picture on here where you see him standing. Yep, next I can to see. A, uh, I think I have seen that. Yeah, he's yep, a it resonated really. Somewhere. He's a really cool guy because yeah. he is the kind of person that's like, yeah, these are people. They're not. They don't have a good outlook on life. Yeah, I mean, I don't like them or respect yeah. them. But yeah. <laughs> it's a concept of like, I don't like the idea where people say they can't change. People can't change. Yeah, I, I have a hard time hard. with it. Yeah. I think it's hard for people to change. Yeah. For sure. And I'm not, I'm not even going to say that everybody will right. change. Maybe that's a better way to say it. Not everybody's going to change. Yeah, I think everybody has the capacity to. I don't yeah. think everybody that's will. A, that is a better – because I haven't been known to say some people just don't change. Because like, yeah. like, I'm older and I see people still doing behaviors. Yes. Those are the people that I'm likely to be like, they're never going to change. I'm not fucking yeah. with them anymore. They're a fucking narcissist or they're this. And let them be. I don't need them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They, but it would be fair to say maybe they don't want to. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Um, is the same thing with one of the things about therapy that is really useful is yeah. just talking it out. Talking it out. Because a good, a bad therapist is going to – a therapist might offer advice on things that you can do. Yeah. But they should never tell you what to do, what how you should react to something. Yeah, and mine doesn't, thankfully. Yeah. Because that wouldn't resonate well with me. I'd be like, well, I don't operate that way. Yeah, Why? exactly. I'm supposed to be comfortable here. You're making me uncomfortable. Exactly. Because yeah. if yeah. they're telling you what to do, it's the concept of the more we'll to- we are told what to do most of the time, the more likely we're not going to want to. Yeah, especially me. Yeah. If something's my idea, I'm great with it. But yeah. it becomes like something that someone's like, that is a good idea. You should do that. I'm like, well, I don't want to do it anymore. It, it uh, immediately, me. sometimes. I don't know why. Did that happen to you? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And it reminds me of like the salesman tactic of like you have to convince someone it's their idea. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like if you have an idea that you really want, you have to convince someone that it is their idea. Yep. Um, and it's just it's a, it's it's kind of human psychology. And yep. uh, there are there are people who are just susceptible, susceptible. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? Good on them or not good on them. I, I don't know. know. I'm a little bit concerned. How, yeah. I think yeah. I'm a little concerned, if nothing else. But yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But when it comes down to it, they're everybody's a person. Yeah. We're not not everybody's a good person. And being a person is hard. Yeah. It's really hard. I've had a hard couple of years myself, but I'm mm-hmm. like the, the the shit I went through definitely improved me. So yeah. you know, same, I'm same honest about it. I'm not gonna pretend like I'm this fucking great person all the time. A lot of times I'm not. Yeah. You know? Like That's, I have really bad habits. I have mm-hmm. really bad things I trip up on. I have times where I just don't speak to people. You know, I'm not always I don't always appear to be the best person. Yeah. We're all going through shit. We are. And and that's one thing I like about like comic books is mm-hmm. it addresses that frequently. And yes. just the whole thing of like the person who is probably going to be a monster mm-hmm. usually has a whole lot of charm and appeal. The nice person to your kid, the coach, oh, yeah. the, you know, the person that everyone in the town worships, that's the person that you need to really watch out for. Well, you think about someone who is <laughs> someone who could be a pedophile or something like yes. that. Yes. They're not going to get the, they're not the reason the way that they get a kid into a room with them is not by being mean to them. Not by being mean to them or like wearing it yeah. on their forehead yeah. or yeah, wearing dark clothes and like it's, it's a classic candy in the van. Exactly. Minta thing. Yeah. And <laughs> I know that we're gonna get some people just listen to the word pedophile and get upset. But we're not we're not condoning it. We're, I mean, we're literally it's a talking subject. about how bad. It's a subject. I have I have a child, I'm afraid of pedophiles every yeah. day. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to walk to a toy store today and I was like, um I, though I live in almost the West Hills, I was mm-hmm. still like, I don't don't you haven't lived here long enough for me to want you to yeah. do that. You lived in Longview where there's not much going on. This city, you could be gone like that and nobody would have a fucking clue you were even there, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's a real fear. 
It reminds me of because uh, we have the in Portland under. There's a, a whole underground area. Yeah. underneath this uh, stuff, and they have what's called the Shanghai Tunnels. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, very familiar. Yeah, where people would. It was during what, like the dawn of the 20th century. Yes. There would people people who would just disappear. Yes, absolutely. Would, Portland would, is a fucking terribly they had, they had racist latches. and scary human trafficking. Yep. Yeah, yeah, all of it. Yeah, they had like these latches, and they would sell them into like uh, indentured servitude and yep. stuff like that. Yep. So. Oh yeah, and now they have a, a cute little bar. Oh yeah, just a yeah. cute little bar. Oh look, it's cool. It's a Shanghai tunnel. I'm like, yeah, it's great. That's, put yeah, a bar on it. Put totally. a bar on it. Let's ignore the problems. Just put a foot. That's yeah. Portland, isn't it? <laughs> and put a donut shop behind it while you're at a strip club. It's a fucking party now, right? Right. Like, right. You, what uh, once was like violence, human trafficking, and complete terror is now, now a water slide. <laughs> a water slide. Yeah. It's a Portland version of a water slide. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's what we do. It's, that's what we do. Yeah. It's it's this it's this like everything's ironic. Yeah. So everything's it's like, like oh yeah everything's everything ironic. Is ironic. Cringe and ironic. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is a lot of times they don't even understand the definition of irony. Oh, I know. I know. It's, it, sometimes I don't either. Yeah. Sometimes it hits me in the face, and I'm like, oh shit, okay, yeah, yeah, stupid yeah. over here. All right, cool. I mean, that's everybody's a hypocrite to an extent. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and I think it's funny when I catch myself. I'm like, funny. All right. Yeah. I did yeah. the thing. I did the thing. The thing. The thing that I shouldn't do, and I did it. Cool. Okay. It appreciates me when shit. someone can laugh at themselves. Yeah. It. Same because you're gonna get people really angry just because they don't have a sense of humor about yeah, themselves. Yeah, which is really cringe to me. It <laughs> is it's like that's full of cringe. Like it's, chill out, chill, it's, bro. It's the concept with comedy. You can't please everyone. Yeah, so don't try to. Yeah, exactly. Like, and do you want to? No. And obviously, you might find out things don't work. I yeah. have jokes that are too much for people. Yeah. And I realize, even though I'm okay with it, they're not. They're and not. And that's fine. Yeah. And you either change the wording or scrap it all together. Exactly. That's part of the work. Yeah. And more often than not, for me, it's change the wording because I'm very tenacious. Yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. Same. I want to make it fucking work. And for me, I, I really like to make people laugh against their beliefs. I do, too. Like, I really do. Yep. I do, too. Um, and for me, like... I have a friend who – so because I was grew up Christian, I have a friend who, funny enough, he was the guy that for the longest time I thought he was like considered the – almost like the bad influence because he was into things that my parents were thought were too taboo for a Christian to do, like watch radar movies, stuff like that. Playing with pogs. And I then, remember getting in trouble playing with pogs by my Christian because <laughs> they had yin-yangs on them and that was, oh, a, key, that's really that was funny. a pathway to the devil playing Yeah, pogs. pathway to the devil. Uh-huh. Those, those circles are actually portals. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is sick, <laughs> but whatever. So – <laughs> I mean, I'm a yeah, Bahama five. I'm like, well, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there was that. Yeah. So there. Um, so it's funny because I, ever since I've been an atheist, or at least I don't like this term to be considered an atheist because I have yeah, I don't an think, openness. I don't think to, he was an atheist. I have an openness to form of spirituality. It's just yeah. not the one I grew up with. There you go. Yeah. Um, especially since I've done shrooms, it's hard for me not since to. You de- yeah. <laughs> that definitely changes yeah, things. It definitely. Makes How old were you the first time you did shrooms? Let me get all Joe Rogan on you. Have you done shrooms? How old were you? I, it was very recently. I think I was like 28. Respect? Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you can get a hold of something that changes your brain and expands your horizons and yeah. your mind is a good time. Exactly. Um, so what's funny though is his mom apparently liked me because I was the one, one of his few friends that was Christian. Okay. Okay. And so now his mom thinks he, I'm a, a bad influence. Uh-huh. And I was telling him, I have a joke about how I, I <laughs> <laughs> it's essentially about about how I think Jesus masturbated, except for he used a lamb because you know lamb of God. Oh God! <laughs> how does that? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> or he used the sheep. Yeah, which 
I've had people laugh and I've had other people like, oh my God, did you just say that? Does it really just divide the room? It's fun. Yeah. It's a fun joke for me because it just, it's, it's cathartic. What's well, good for you. It's cathartic. It's a joke that you are so allowed to tell. Like yes. You're, how you've grown up, up. Like you are. I, I don't tell it until I've talked about being a Christian. Right. When I was younger. Right. Like, you don't just pop it out. Yeah, no, like, hey. I don't just say it. And then, I, and then I usually, I sometimes like to end my set with that and then just end it with hell Satan just because I think it's really that's, funny. That's Ripper. Yeah. Yeah. I'd it's like really that. fun. It's yeah. really fun. Because it's this concept. Well, someone told me, I think it was Tristan Spielman, is a lot of times you start a set by making showing people who they think you are. Yes. And then you end the set with who yes. you are. Yes, that's are. how I understand it as well. Yeah. Yes. So in that, for me, that's what it is. Yep. Because I, I literally have things where I talk about prayer and stuff like that in my sets. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of my darker jokes right now that I have is talking about having my nephews and nieces fight over my affection. Which isn't completely true, but it's like it's <laughs> no, like it's, it's like seven of them. Have, it's like seven of them have died. To me, to me, they're not actually dead. God hasn't answered my prayers yet. It's, <laughs> which explains why you gave me a book about a child, child who, yeah, like, like a couple, couple that children die, out. and then one gets his arm. Uh, Cut off and then eaten. Yeah. I'm like, Gene, I'm into history and time traveling. You're like, good, a book about eating kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was literally the only one I could think of. That no, it was great. It was totally yeah. solid. I really enjoyed it. It's a, it's a really good story. It's and it's beautiful. really, it's, it's, it's very well written and it's, 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 it's sad. It's, it's exciting. It's, it's sad, but not too sad. Like no. it's believably decent sad I don't, yeah you know like some it's got, books and movies just laid almost, on so fucking thick it's got almost a wholesome feel to your life yeah it's very wholesome and i'm kind of wholesome well because so. like he has the story there's the character sam who's samantha yes. and it's yes. during that period of time where a lot of girls had to be able to get around and not get hurt they yeah. had to pretend to be men yes and so she she does that and like he kind of falls in love with her and then unfortunately, they have a little kiss and then unfortunately she, she gets, gets killed eaten. yeah and, yeah they yeah. don't show it but they but we know it we know yeah. it because like they have her against the window and yeah. all that stuff yeah which i like that like we touched on before i like that we didn't have to see every little bit of that we just kind of like it's okay that, that happens yeah it's and for a minute concept. you're not totally sure mm-hmm. you know yeah you might think oh maybe she got away or something like yeah. that but it's that concept there's a good element of horror and slashers have kind of over the years gotten away from this but they sure. started off with this it's it's almost scarier not to see it yeah yes yeah. i agree i yeah. agree and a lot of heavy slasher films are just funny yeah which i appreciate that. i i really love the first two uh what is it oh yeah uh, final destination movies because they're so entertaining i always love the tromaville movies do you ever see mm, those I fucking like, love tromaville yeah so. i heard there's a remake of Tox- toxic avenger coming out yep. actually yep i and saw that it's supposed to have too. like a i forgot who's gonna be playing him but it's like someone on like who's actually a fairly famous person okay well it's it's the con if so like james gunn the guy who directed gardens of the galaxy mm-hmm. he started as a trauma he has a yeah. movie called tromeo and juliet tromeo which is and like, juliet that's the first yeah. one i saw i was that's, so fucking stupid a, but i loved it I loved it so that much. was directed and written by james gunn okay and he, was, he was literally just a um he like got coffee for people in the like for like uh what is his name something kaufman it's uh it's the guy who runs trauma i forgot his name lloyd I, kaufman i don't lloyd even remember kaufman. i'm sorry the 90s were a long time that's ago. fine <laughs> but lloyd kaufman because he was the director of the original uh uh Toxic Avenger. Okay. And stuff like that. And he likes to release these really arguably terrible movies. Uh, but one like, wonderful. Produ- he produces it. He either, like, he either distributes it or, like, actually works on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He's a part of it, yeah. Yes. So <laughs> so he, if it wasn't for him, there's actually a lot of, like, interesting directors that wouldn't have started. And I love That's James cool. Gunn because, like, have you seen Slither? 
No, I don't think I have. It's it's a it's There's one of the so ones. It's one so of the bad. first movies that he did that had a decent budget. It's got um, who's in it? Uh, it's got the, uh, Jennifer Shell. Uh, she okay. plays. Yeah, it's got her. It's got um, oh, what is his name? Uh, the guy from Firefly. I always I forgot his name. Oh. I don't really know it. He played Mel. <sighs> I was so into that show, and for yeah. whatever reason right now, I could see faces, and I can't yeah, remember Yeah, I just can't remember. Anyway, Maybe because I only had an him. hour of sleep. It but has him. It's yeah, also got, got uh, uh, okay, it's got it's got a good <laughs> amount. It's got Elizabeth <laughs> Banks. It's got a good amount. And what it is is uh, this, like, alien something. There's, like, alien parasites or something like that come down, and it's, Sick. like, these, like, you know, like, very slithery, almost, like, tentacle kind of thing. Yeah. And one of the characters actually is this guy who slowly starts, like, changing into one of them and stuff like that and it's this idea of like an alien race coming down it's a comedy horror yep and it's 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 just as scary as it is funny nice so it's good yeah it's really good good. okay it's really good check it out it's got a good amount of like a lot of people you'll recognize yeah but uh michael rorker that's the other one that's in there okay yeah don't recognize the the name right now but i'm sure i saw the face did you watch guardians of the galaxy yeah Yeah. or yondu the blue guy with okay. like the mohawk okay. thing, yeah, okay. yeah, okay. him. Okay. Um, so that's him. He's also he was also in uh, Mall Rats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mall Rats. Do you like <laughs> he, those movies? I do. I do. I do. I, I heard movies. they're working on Clerks Three. Yes, they are. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll, that'll be interesting. Interesting. I'm hoping. Exactly. I really like the second one. Yeah, I'm I really like hope... the second one. The first one, of course, is a classic. That's yeah, my first one's a classic. Like one, yeah. So I'm hoping that the third one ends up being good. I, uh, I've had a weird relation, uh, fan relationship, I should say, with um. Kevin Smith recently. Oh. Yeah. Just because I think that he start he's, you were talking about this a little bit actually on, uh, on messenger about how sometimes when people have kids, they kind of <laughs> lose some of their quality. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard not to. It's yeah. a real fight. Like I'll admit George it. Yeah. Lucas created Jar Jar Binks because of his kids. Oh, that was the worst. <laughs> that was the fucking worst. Okay. That makes so much sense. Yeah. That makes so much yeah. God damn. Okay. Um, and then Adam Sandler started making really bad, like bad really movies bad. after he had kids. Yeah. Movies that like my daughter's grandma who lives in the sticks just loves that are oh, just yeah. so fun. And she also loves Jay Leno. So there you go. Right. Yeah, like that, you, those kind of people. You they know, think that's just the there's an audience thing. for everything. There is. And yeah. I'm going to criticize him a little bit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, Personally, just... my favorite Adam Sandler movie isn't, is a, He's it's an Adam Sandler by him starring in alone basically is uh, Punch Drunk Love. Punch Drunk Love is excellent. It's so good. It's excellent. It's, it's Paul I Thomas Anderson too. Yeah, no, so I love that I love, movie. I don't give it. I, I'll admittedly, I love it. So we're getting at a point right now when I uh, kind of start to wrap it up a little bit. So yeah, I'm getting some... overheated too. Yeah, I'm that's really fine. sensitive to heat. <clears throat> that's that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna do just a few questions I like to ask at the end. Uh, so the first thing is, so I know you haven't read a lot of comics and stuff like that, but I'm sure you've seen movies and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Um, what was your first, uh, like interaction? What was the first thing you were exposed to as far as the comic book side guys, whether it was a movie, a TV show? Ghost World. Ghost World. Solid. Yep. Still love it. I love that movie. I love Ghost World. I I have the Criterion Blu-ray of that actually. Nice. Nice. It's got yep. original art by Daniel Klaus for it, which is yep. cool. Yep. Well, and of course, when I was a kid, people tried to force the, um, what was that? Uh, Betty, Veronica, what is that? Shit oh, that? Archie. Archie. Thank you. Yeah. I, I never understood it. I yeah. didn't get into it, but it was it's like, a, it was always there. It was always bought for me. And I was like, I just don't, I'm not, in, people, you're going to be a little Veronica opera. when you grow up. Why? Yeah. Like, I'm just always like, why would I want to do that? Yeah. Like, what, you know, a very like everybody gets that for their kid. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people get that for their kids thinking, mm-hmm. oh, my kids are going to grow up like one of these characters. Why would I? 
Yeah. You know, I'm I good. will say you are more of a Veronica than a Betty, though. Sure, for whatever that means. I just never really understood why that should have been a goal. I was like, what yeah. is she really doing, though? Like, I want to do what? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not the 50s anymore, but what the <laughs> hell is going? What is well, I just, okay. Well, Veronica's more of the, she was the one who had, she was a bit more, like, independent. Sure. Like, she was with Archie, but she wasn't against dating other people. Yeah. She was good, more, and like, good for open. her. Good for her, yeah. right? Where Betty was, <laughs> but, like, she was almost clingy. the... Yeah, she's clingy. She was like the female version of the nice guy from the eighties. Uh-huh, just yeah. uh, awful. No. <laughs> yeah, I like the I like the then. There's that show Riverdale. It's really cheesy and it got worse as it went I along. I hear so many people talk about it that I want to see it. It's it's <laughs> if you like if you like stuff like Twin Peaks and stuff like that. I do. Of it's, course, it's I got, do. It's got I a do. lot of that stuff. Okay. Um, it's definitely cheesy and they get it definitely gets more cheesy as it goes along. But it's got it's fun. And I love that. Just um, space out on some cheesy shit. Yeah, okay. And they and yeah, it's almost like Dawson's Creek from where he meets uh, Twin Peaks. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and they definitely make the characters a little bit different from the they modernize them. Yeah. Know? Okay. I, th- I still think it's really funny though that the guy played who plays Jughead was the kid. Well, one of the brothers, I should say, because there's two of them uh, from uh, Little or what was the movie Big Daddy. Big da- oh, what are those yeah. kids? Yeah. It's the Sprouse Brothers. I actually liked that movie. Going back yeah. to the... I liked that movie, too. I'm not like even going to lie. That's, well, I will watch back, it. I'll that's totally back when Adam said... So it's interesting, because Adam Sandler has never been a critical darling. No. But I've, no. I enjoyed his movies. I enjoyed his movies. I enjoyed his stupid little albums that he wrote in like the oh, mid-90s yeah. when I first started like smoking a lot of weed and doing a lot of acid. I mean, that shit was yeah. fucking solid I remember for me. I'm not gonna in, lie. really enjoying any time he had a new Hanukkah song. Absolutely. That was yeah. the best. We would all get stoned and sing those. All of us. The and whole then, fam. Of course, no. Lunch Lady is a classic. Lunch Lady. Yeah. yeah. Piece of shit car. I liked all that stuff. <laughs> it was yeah. good shit. It was good stuff. I it mean, was it's fun. fucking easy to laugh. It's an easy laugh. It's a good, healthy, easy laugh. Exactly. It's not that complicated. It doesn't always have to be fucking complicated. Exactly. So. Um, and then the next thing, uh, normally ask like favorite graphic novels, but since you haven't really read much, what are like your, do you have like top five, like favorite comic book related things? Like whether it's movies you or know, what have you. This is kind of weird, but I remember when I was in my meth stage mm. and I was hanging out in Kelso Longview, Washington, and there's these really broke down old, like real poor meth cook homes in like South Kelso. I mean, they mm. didn't even have floors or electricity, some of them. We were just getting fucked up and like it would be wired to someone else's house and that's how we were getting electricity. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was living the life, kit. But <laughs> I remember coming across <laughs> these comic books that were from someone from Seattle. I don't really remember their name because my brain's a little bit swish cheese now considering I wasn't exactly sober but they were just kind of it was like animals doing things that were like ridiculous political things that were actually happening were kind of like true Mm. american dog style like just ridiculous satire and it was all this person that i think was just getting high yeah and had all the materials and was making these fucking sketches and i would look at those for hours and I don't – I wish I could ask someone what they yeah. were because I would love to find them because mm-hmm. it's just – it's everything that I think is funny. Just Sounds right there. Yeah. yeah. But I don't want to talk to those people. <laughs> so I know that's not the best answer, but just stuff like that's that fine. that's just like – you know, it was beautifully drawn. It was fucking hilarious. It was fucking ridiculous. But you yeah. all get it. Like, everyone gets it when they were like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, totally. People do do that. Ugh. But it's usually <laughs> like animals doing the things. That, that makes sense. And that's a, that's interesting enough, especially with the anthropomorphism, uh, anthropomorphized culture. I was going to say that word, but it never comes out easy, so I just didn't anthropomorphized. bother. Anthropomorphized. Yeah. Because everything from uh, the 
Disney, like a lot of the Disney movies, like uh, Robin Hood, yeah, and uh, the Aristocrat, Aristocats, sorry. Aristocats, uh, Deleting the Tramp, uh, The Lion King. Yeah. We have a we have a bunch of generations of people who don't actually understand animals and just like it's like we've returned to the time of Egypt where everybody just worships them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> who was it that had the joke? I live in Portland. And I don't like cats, so I'm fucked. Yeah. Who was that? <laughs> I can't remember who that was. I had, I don't remember. I I did. A, I had a joke for a little while, and I still kind of want to work on it. How, um, just about the concept of like how if you if you talk, people hate everybody's kids, but like they, you know, if you if you talk about bad about animals, they they like you're like you might as well be a serial killer. Oh yeah, that's so true. Yeah, <laughs> they're more likely to put their fucking animal in a in a yeah. in a stroller than their kid. It's like, like there was a there was a joke kid. on uh, what was it. Uh, Portlandia, where they put a kid on a leash outside. Oh, I never saw that one, but yeah, I could see it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, okay, so that one that we don't know the name of, and then I'm guessing Ghost World's probably on the Yeah, I loved Ghost World. I started reading them after I saw the movie. I will admit I saw the movie first. That's yeah. just where I was in life. That's, like, I wasn't home. Like, I spent a lot of time just on in the streets as a mm-hmm. child. And a lot of things that I ended up liking was just random shit that I stumbled upon. And a lot of times it turned out to be really good stuff. That mm-hmm. went along with how I thought or whatever, you know, some of it didn't, but yeah, yeah. unfortunately I never really got to be the kid that just found things and could intentionally like them because I didn't have yeah. that stable life. You know, you know, I, I think that, that in some ways that's what, one of the things I like about you is you have, you have a different feel than a lot of people. Thank I you. I appreciate yeah. that. Thank yeah. you. It yeah, makes absolutely. me feel good. Cause I just feel so like, I know a lot about, no, I know a little about a lot of things, but I was mm-hmm. never fully able to just really dive into a lot of things because shit. It yeah. wasn't happening that way for me. Things but that's, happen. it's kind of nice to be able to do that at my age now. Cause what mm-hmm. the fuck else am I supposed to do? <laughs> you know, like I got to get into shit now. Like, yeah. you know, pretty soon I'm not going to be able to walk this. Like, give me five years and I'm probably going to fuck my knee up mm-hmm. or like something's going to happen. I'm going to lose my teeth. Like, something. I'm like, I'm not going to go up. I've already lost some teeth. But like, yeah. you know, I think that it, this is now the time that I should really be getting, getting into some things because I'm also more likely to understand them from multiple levels. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I, you, so you said two things. Is there three other things you can think of at all or? No, I'm sorry. No, no Not right now. That's I'm fine. sorry. That's, like, that's okay. Those are the two that I just really remember. Those are the on. ones that really resonate. Yeah. Those are you. the ones that really resonate. I mean, I'm sure later I'll think of other things, but okay. You know, that's, that's perfectly fine. Okay. Uh, and then the last <laughs> thing I like to ask, and it's, it's an interesting question for different people. Um, uh, what, what inspired you to do comedy, to get into comedy? That is a really good question. Yeah. I just walked up and did it at an open mic. I don't know if anything yeah. really did other than why not? What do I have to lose? That's cool. Oh, that's, that's really it. Yeah. Um, was I funny my first mic? Half of it. Sure. <laughs> you know, the part where I was actually being real and not telling jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was funny. When I started really trying to write jokes, I wasn't funny. It happened. And I still don't think I am. Like, I'm not funny yet. I have a lot of work to do. And mm-hmm. I know where I'm at. And that's part of where we all should know where we're at. Like, I'm cool exactly. with knowing where I'm at. But, like, yeah, I, I have – and I'm going to try to go back to that, too, where I'm just saying things. Like, maybe not so much riffing, but kind of riffing where I'm just yeah. saying what I want the fuck I want to say and not so worried about the joke format. That's fair. Everybody has their own. Uh, that makes me – so he sadly died a few years ago. But Brody Stevens, I heard, like, he never went up with the same jokes. Yeah. That's really – challenging and yeah. something that I should do. Yeah. It's not yeah, like if anything that, challenging. If that's how you think. Um yeah. what would you say is there anything that like you draw from when you're doing when you're telling jokes like any any specific kind of life experience or something like that or I don't know. I'm pretty all over the place to be honest. Okay. Uh yeah. I don't know if, what I don't know. I haven't figured <laughs> that out yet. It's a good question. I mean yeah. these are all things I should always be considering, you know. That's fair. Um 
I, you know, honestly, maybe mostly things that I just think are kind of fucking ridiculous. I got to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. You know? That's a good, that's a good way to place to pull from. Yeah. Have you talked about like any, like on the stage? I know a lot of people, especially in Portland, really mm-hmm. like to hear about people and like their experiences. Have you, have you talked to any at all about like the things you've dealt with growing up? A lot of the, the tragics, like trauma, trauma. Oh and stuff yeah. Like that. The ending of the set that I did for my last PFP round is mostly that. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. So yeah. Like the point of view of being a real Portlander, not like a yeah. newer Portlander. Like we were never actually <laughs> that weird. We were just kind of no. gross. You know, it was a yeah. fucking gross city, it was right? Like grunginess. So yeah, I can't deny that 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 I talk about a lot. I mean, like, why wouldn't I? I talk about my life when I was doing drugs, even though it wasn't that long. It was very impactful, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm someone who I think, well, I've been told that when a lot of people meet me, they don't see someone who used to do meth. Yeah, because most no, people I don't. think people that used to do meth are just a complete fucking mess, right? It's like no, people are people. Like we all get into shit, and I have yeah. a past, and I'm not ashamed of it. I had a great time, well, quite frankly. I'll, and so I talk honest, about that a lot, where yeah. I'm like, I had a fucking great time like i got my college degree getting high i don't know what y'all were up to but like so i'll I'll be honest when i first met you i thought you were a lot younger than you are thank you yeah i well i mean here's the thing about getting lost in drugs Mm -hmm. mentally i am okay because it does well i wasn't seeing i I was meaning like just aesthetically as well thank you very much thank you yeah yeah i can't say i took very good care of myself (laughs) but like I, i i sleep a lot Okay. There you go. <laughs> Anytime I can, I sleep. You're, you're constantly refreshing yourself. I'm constantly refreshing myself. Yep. I just sleep a lot, drink a lot of water. There you go. There you go. Yep. Just like everybody says, just like all the memes tell you. <laughs> <laughs> sleep, drink a lot of water. Sleep, drink uh, a lot of water. Don't talk a lot of, of self care. Yeah. Spend your money. Yeah. Self, yeah. It's funny how self care is just another form of capitalism. I know, now. right? That's well, all it really is. This is, you can see to the side, this is all self care. It's self care. It's, it's true, a- though. It's true. <laughs> Who knows when I'll get all to all of it? I've read. I want to say, at this point, I'm at probably about 50% of it. Nice. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And that's that's not just counting out the stuff on the other side, too. See, when I was younger, this was me, but with CDs. Oh, yeah. I had 3,000 CDs that I was oh, moving wow. around with me at one point, like everywhere I was going, including when I was a meth head. I had mm-hmm. them like in the back of a car. See, that's a lot easier to transport than this. It though. is. It's <laughs> annoying. Well, now, and I was really glad when we were able to start burning things, you know, and oh, I kind of, because yeah. like not every album is great mm-hmm. on all of it, you know, but yeah, this for me was music. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's, that's, that's a real, what, do you have any favorite bands? No. No. It's not really possible for me to have a favorite band. Any, any I favorite like songs? I like so much shit. Favorite songs. Hmm. No, no, I don't. There's just no. I like so much shit. It's almost That's, impossible to have a favorite. So you're more versatile with it. Yeah, That's yeah. Really it, cool. it doesn't. It just doesn't work that way for me. Yeah. It sounds boring, but that that's just the truth. Like, there's just too much shit that I like for me to say. That's my one favorite song. That's that's fine. I think that it's. I I definitely have a lot of favorite things, but I also have this thing where like I'll start coming up with a list, and then all of a sudden it's like I can't. I try to do top fives. It, it changes it though, because yeah, it, it, it changes. Work. So I, that's kind of like I used to. I used to have like solid top five and solid. Yeah. I just can't do that anymore. I've changed too much, and I change too much consistently to do that. I have things <laughs> that I'll listen to like more like during a period of time, depending on what I'm doing. Yeah, and then I'll hate them for a while, like, and then go back to it. Right. I think with a lot of things, I have more like top hundreds. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And <laughs> that's that, a lot easier. And to even do. that changes too. Well, and it's not even like I can't even like it's not. I can't put favorites almost like hey like the top hundred is like. It's in no specific order. I hate yeah. it when like, – it's always funny when I see these really clickbaity articles or like top 10 But I blah, But blah, you blahs. have to look at them. I, I always know. have to look I at do, them. I do. And a lot of times I'm like, yeah, I, can't Why did respe- I, do I don't that? respect this person's opinion. No, no. It's This is this is. I've awful. learned nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing but anger. <laughs> 
Yeah. But, you know, it's it's all, that's the thing, it's, uh, opinions are subjective. Yeah. And different, it's it's interesting because nostalgia is the con- is is interesting because it also blind people on quality. Yeah, there's, absolutely. Yeah, there's like things I've gone back. That. Yeah, I've gone back and watched some stuff. And I'm like, Ugh. Absolutely. <laughs> and other things I still love, even though they're not good. I had a Led Zeppelin box set. I fucking hate Led Zeppelin now. Yeah, hate them. I can't stand. <laughs> like they come on and I'm automatically just not feeling well. Like it's yeah. that viscerally. Like I just don't like this. I don't feel well. I'm leaving the situation. I am mad now. Why I... are you playing this shit? Like, <laughs> I don't know why, but it's just I'm, I'm irritated. I think yeah. because things get overplayed so much, mm-hmm. and I'm not hearing it like voluntarily anymore. I'm fucking done with it. Right? Like like songs yeah. like Led Zeppelin or like anything. I don't, I don't really like classic rock. Not anymore. So I guess I could have a lot of dislike lists. That's, that's <laughs> I told, fair. Like, I just not need, no. And even like when I was younger, I think I really only did because it was so accessible and like there are memories attached to it, you know, mm-hmm. which can also give meaning to a song, whether I like it or not. But as a standalone, I'm going to listen to some classic rock. That ain't happening. I can, I can relate to that. And like before I found comedy, it was like everybody was like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know. I know what I don't want to do. I know what I don't want to do, yeah. right? <laughs> I have I, all these things I've done and I hate them. <laughs> well, I would fantasize about doing stand-up. Did yeah. I think I was going to be a stand-up? No, I thought my life was always going to be too fucking complicated and I wouldn't get there. Yeah. But I would definitely fantasize about it, like watching I, Chris I did Rock. Too. Oh, yeah. for sure. Like, I think we all do. And I think it's really like what starts us is like, well, if I can fantasize about it and now I wandered into an open mic, yeah, and who's what to I, tell me no? What I love about stand-up is you don't have, there's no expiration date. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. I so, um. I mean, I know a lot of people that started in their like teens or early twenties, but I didn't start until I was at the tail end of my of being twenty eight. Yeah, and there's people like Dan Weber didn't start until he was forty one. Yeah, I and know. He's great, and he's, he's great. amazing. He's one of my favorite. Yeah, he's he's like he just recently turned. He either recently turned. He's turning fifty one. I think he's like, fifty. Yeah, he's fifty now. He's fifty. Going to be fifty one soon. It's like yeah, he's great, and he didn't start until later. And there's a lot of people. Uh, I don't know if you know Don Gavitt. Don Gavitt is fucking hilarious. He's really funny. Holy you know, he, shit. He I saw him at PFP yeah. and I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. 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 This There's guy a... is much respect. Yeah. He's also a teacher, so he's got yep. a lot to. <laughs> and he just had, it's, he had it going. He had I... it going. This comfort and just this thing that I think that we do need to see more older mm-hmm. people doing. And I'm not just saying that because I'm older. Like there just yeah. is a certain thing that we can talk about and see that needs to be said as well. Yes. Though younger people are a little funnier and funner, we also have something to say. I guess, you but know. like the thing about it is, and this is something a lot of people say, is like when you are younger, it's more, it's more generalizations. It is, it's and stoner humor. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like yeah, I no. fucking started smoking weed when I was 13. Okay, my first mushrooms, 12. Acid, Jeez. 13. Smoking weed, 11. Yeah. You know, so th- this and see, this understands funny. why you had a meth stage now. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and, and it genuinely is what you'll hear a lot of people say. I thought it was coke. Yeah, I was. Um, I was a weird kid. I you grew up in Vernonia and I grew didn't up in do meth. I didn't do meth. That's amazing. I was very silly though, and I would try to like. I would. I I was always trying to get laughs in somewhere or another. So I would be. I went to a youth group, and there was a Dollar Tree right next to it, and I would get. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would get uh, what was it called? Pixie sticks. Pixie sticks, yes. And then I would snort them in of front of course. people of course. at church. <laughs> yeah, it better be at church. It was at church. <laughs> I would also like get really hyper because I just take a bunch of them. Oh, of course, yeah. of course. I'd just eat so, a bunch of them, but I thought it was really funny to make it look like I was snorting coke in front of people. Did anyone call the cops? No. Oh wow. Okay. No. Okay. I also turns out. 
So <laughs> I was a textbook heckler at my youth group. A textbook heckler. Textbook okay. heckler. Well, because I would make people laugh harder than the like. So the so the youth pastor he was open for people to talk during because he was he was the youth pastor and he realized that teenagers like to have their own opinions as they but should. But I would constantly yeah. find ways to make people laugh. Yeah. And say something really just silly or off off beat yeah. about what they were talking about. Yeah. And that reminds me a lot of hecklers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sometimes a heckler does you get a bigger a laugh. Yeah, yeah, I was a little heckler, and and it's so frustrating because like sometimes it's like, what am I gonna? Say? You gotta, you you gotta, you gotta think of something just as uh, as quippy as what they did. When I was dating Alex, mm-hmm. he said something. And he thought I laughed and I didn't. He goes, oh, my girlfriend's little fake laugh. And I looked up and I said, oh, I'm not laughing. And it was the biggest <laughs> laugh he got us all set. It was just me. But it was like I forgot that I had people around me. I said it like super honest. Like, I'm not yeah. laughing. Like, yeah. shitting funny. <laughs> and he was just like, well, my set's over. <laughs> yeah. I, I love Alex to an extent. And he does have some good material, but he's not always the most self-aware. No. But I also like that about him sometimes, yeah. too. It's, he's a complicated guy. We had yeah. our thing and I was... Not really wanting him around for a while because he was acting like a dumbass. He got therapy, quit acting like a dumbass, and now mm. I'm fine with him, which is how it should be. Yes. We should let people fucking change, especially when they're 25. Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah, he acted like a fucking and dipshit there people... for a minute. It was really cringy. He mm. wouldn't leave my fucking, you know, just things that happen that are nobody else's business. And if it's between us and mm-hmm. we're chill as fuck now. And that's, that's cool. the way it should be. You can't, If people judged me by what I was doing at 25, none of y'all would oh, talk God. to me. Yeah. I mean, I was hyper-religious at 25, yeah. so. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, not, it's not fair. I mean, if, if someone takes the time to really put in the work mm-hmm. and stops being that way. I mean, it wasn't until I think I was 29, mm-hmm. maybe close to 30, when I finally started going to counseling. Yeah, and those were you. The, those were really hard times. That was actually, yeah. I was going through, I, I wasn't on medication at the time, and I didn't know how to cope with all of it, but I was just talking about a lot of really hard stuff. Sure. So that was 2019, especially I had a really rough year and I was trying to, I was starting to like become a better comedian. Yeah. Um, but I was also really depressed all the time. No, I remember you would come over to see Chris yeah. Cox. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I, I, so I had a lot of rough times and a lot of it was cause I was going through that stuff and I of was course. really dealing with it. Of course. But I'm glad I did. I'm glad I Me faced too. it. I'm glad I faced the demons. And then last year I was able to recover. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking cool. Yeah. It's good work. It's hard work. It's it hard is. work. It hurts. Like, I spent so much time during the pandemic just thinking about the fucked up parts of myself that mm. I thought I almost went schizophrenic for a minute. Like, I almost, <laughs> there were a couple days, and I hate oh, to, I'm not trying to say that to, like, shame anyone who is mm-hmm. or anything like that. Like, I'm shaming everyone who's schizophrenic. How dare you have a, a, a something you have no ability to control? Well, it was so, my, my brain was getting so <laughs> twisted that it was starting to come up, like, have you ever thought of talking to someone about schizophrenia in my fucking Facebook suggested ads? Oh. Okay, because you know these motherfuckers. Fuckers are listening. Jesus. You know, and it was just from just thinking too much. And, there, mm-hmm. you know, there would be weeks that would go by. And I think that's why finally at one point Lacey Day had been up at Anderson Island to get out of Portland to get away from the pandemic. And she was yeah. like, Angelique, I need you to come up here. Yeah. I need to. I am your friend. You need to get the yes. fuck out of the house. I was like, yeah, maybe she's that's, right. Like, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. They had someone that did that. Yeah, too. she did. She did. and she didn't make it like sound. She made it like kind of more jokey. But I was like yeah. in the middle of going there and I was like, oh, she did that because I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so what actually happened, though, was she. The classic, like, uh, cane that they had at the, yeah. know, like, in show business. She just pulled you. She just caned me. <laughs> <laughs> off the stage of life. Yeah, uh, right off the stage of life. <laughs> on an island in the Puget Sound. 
<laughs> oh, that's really good. I, I think that's a good place to stop. Okay. Um, yeah, Islands of the Puget Sounds. Islands of the Puget uh, Sounds. Yes. Uh, so, anyway, <laughs> thank you for listening. This has been Obsessive Comic Disorder. My guest today was Angelique Carrington. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, this thanks was, for having me. That was fun. Was, this was a good time. Yeah, very good time. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, uh, before we're done, is there anything you want to plug? Do you have like social media or anything like that you like for okay with people or want people to follow? I or? just have a Facebook. That's really annoying. Do you have, uh, <laughs> do you have Instagram or something? Uh, like yeah, that? I have Instagram, Angelique Bielen. Okay. Yeah, most of it's kind of wholesome shit, but whatever. H- how's that? How's that spelled? Um, Angelique B E I L L I N. Okay. So. Cool. Yep. No and Twitter. I don't have Twitter. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I don't either. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't need I, another fucking thing. I almost so. don't want to. Don't want to. You know. I don't want to. Um. I doom scroll enough. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you can uh, – also, you can follow me, uh, Nearly Functional Comedy, Nearly Functional Comics. Both of those are on Instagram. And then you can also follow information about this podcast on Obsessive Com- – at Obsessive Comic Disorder. Thanks for listening. This has been Obsessive Comic Disorder. Have a good day. Thank you. Obsessive Com-